Yo everyone and welcome back to the Freestyle Podcast and in today's episode I'm going to be having my first crewmate on the show um, and that is Kong Tran. Dancer name is Koi Roy. Um, Koi specializes in uh, animation, popping, waving, um, boogaloo. I believe um, that was all of them but uh, yeah as you can tell someone who definitely um, dives in a bunch of different styles uh, and in our conversation like we get into um, really awesome topics specifically um, Kong is a full-time animator, um, as well as a husband and father, and he owns his own um, design business where he'll put really cool designs of like unique uh, dance poses, like tut diagrams onto clothing. Uh, so check that out at koiroydesigns.com. I'll put a link to that. So like as someone who does a lot of different things, we kind of talk about you know the balance of uh, his passion and love of dance, as well as family and work. And we also get into just being like a really good community member. Like um, one of the reasons I really wanted Koi on the pod today was because like, I don't know, it's hard to describe. He's just like one of those people who everyone just knows and everyone just like has a good opinion of. And he's one of those people who just lifts everyone up around him. Um, even though he's only been dancing for I think um, five years, he like knows so many people in the, in the dance community and anyone he, who he interacts with is always like a memorable experience um, and he keeps connected with everyone despite like you know shutdowns of uh, everything for corona um, he still is com constantly talking to everybody and saying staying in contact and like um, fostering um, conversations around dance and around just about anything you know so yeah it was a really awesome episode, <laughs> and I hope you guys enjoyed it because I know I did. Be sure to check out Koiro Designs for your awesome gear, and yeah, take care. So, this episode was going to be one, like, part one of uh, a series of uh, my, my dance dads, you know. I'm going to hit you up, and then I'm going to hit up um, uh, Roxit later. <laughs> hey! <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hit up Roxit. Um, but... Dancing with the family, you know, um, or being like an artistic person with like, you know, your real life going on um, was the next thing I was kind of curious about with you. Um, yeah, like how, I guess like a, when, when did you and Megan, or when were you married? No, I think we got married in 2013, in September, mm -hmm. 2013. So however many years that's been. Um, but yeah. I, I think you're you're going to ask like what's dancing with a family like, right? Yeah, pretty um, much. I was curious on like your transition of like, you know, when you were dancing and then you got married, but you got married before you started dancing. Um, then my next question was gonna be like, when Arthur came into your life, how was uh, dancing and kind of just like your art um, journey in general? How how was the shift in that? Yeah. One? Yeah. Um, so I'm very lucky to have a wife that is supportive, you know, mm -hmm. and I think in any relationship, if, if your spouse isn't supportive in, in your endeavors, then maybe you should reconsider being with them. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, that's just kind of like, you know, marriage is not going to last long. Um, and there's lots of communication that happens between me and Megan. Like we have a calendar that's synced up on Google. So like she knows exactly my schedule and, and I know her schedule and um, we, uh, I ask her before I do anything, you know, like happy wife, happy life. I, I think that's <laughs> the screen. Bars, bars. Yeah. Uh, 
And I think that, yeah, communication between me and her has been really helpful because whenever I go and dance, she's in here watching Arthur, you know, mm -hmm. or whenever she goes out, I'm in here watching Arthur. And that, there's that communication that needs to happen um, during, um, yeah, that communication that needs to happen during, you know, that uh, engagement. I think that's really, really important. And I think it's important for communication in any relationship, you know, like you have to talk it out. You have to meet each side needs to um, know what's going on. Right. Mm -hmm. um, also like I'm supportive, like she supports me. I'm also supportive with her. Like she has a soap business, so mm -hmm. uh, shameless plug. Plug, plug. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I, you know, help make commercials, as you know. Yeah. Uh, and she didn't even ask for it. I just, I just make them because I, I believe in her product um, that much. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's like one person can't be doing everything. You know, mm -hmm. if, if your relationship is like this, then it's going to fail. If your relationship is like this, it's going to fail. It has to be balanced, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, and if it's not balanced, you have to communicate with each other to make it balanced, come to an understanding, know what each other's love language is, know what mm -hmm. each other's needs in the relationship. And I think that that is the thing that helps me and Megan and ours um, and, and why she's so supportive in my um, my dancing. Mm -hmm. no, that's dope, yeah. man. Um, that's like just beautiful. <laughs> that's like the perfect... Uh, <laughs> example of what needs to happen when you're trying to really do anything um that you really love but then like you know other things in your life can um possibly happen like you said if if you're with someone who doesn't exactly support like um the things you love to do then eventually like it's not going to work out because you're never going to be able to get the thing that you love to do anymore so like and you have and the reason why is sleeping next to you so <laughs> yeah. you're gonna sleep somewhere else you know <laughs> right um no that's awesome uh i was what was what was it um oh yeah i was gonna say like um i feel like i was curious on if it was um if it would be difficult um how could i say pretty much since you're not dancing for like income right it's not exactly like helping you, you know, put food on the table um, a lot. I mean, I know you teach and um, you do shows and stuff like, so every once in a while, you know, you can get some um, some decent money through dance, but since you're not dancing as a career, um, how was it like, I guess, um, judging the importance of that in the rest of your life with managing your relationship and um, your job and your kids and everything, you know, your kids so far <laughs> and everything? Well definitely like responsibilities come first before dance like mm. you know like, i'm not gonna like not pay the bills so that i can go dance like that's just <laughs> that's just not gonna work or um if i have a, a, a deadline that i need to meet i'm not gonna spend eight hours dancing you know i'm gonna do make sure like that the the, the project gets done first before i go and and have fun right like mm -hmm. dancing is the thing that's fun that's why i say tell people it's never going to be like my um it's never going to be like my my main breadwinner you know like making money off of it is nice I'm not even gonna lie it's nice yeah, of course. as extra money but I, i'm not going to like make that my full-time thing because my body's going to break down eventually you know mm -hmm. and uh that's why like dancers that uh get older you know, unless you have like a, a, a good business perspective, 
once your body is is old and you can't move like you used to what are you going to do then you know yeah. like that's the that's the question uh and uh, i i i feel scared for the people that don't have a backup plan uh outside mm -hmm. of dancing you know and and actually art is my first plan like i like that's what i wanted to do from the beginning and i did it as a living and you know what that did to me that made me not want to do it yeah. as a passion because <laughs> i have to do it as a living you know and um i don't know creating stuff for other people not for yourself is uh sometimes it's it uh, it's draining you know yeah. and it's nice to have dance as a hobby because it fills the void that that um i i had for art you know um what i had before was like i was real passionate you know i drew all the time i would spend hours and hours and hours just drawing you know um kids would go play outside i'd be inside drawing but it's not like that anymore because i have to do it every single day um like the other day i did i i did an animation for dna um like a, a video for dna and bro i tell you animating dna's move back and forth is the most boring thing ever you know <laughs> outside from animating math right yeah <laughs> um, and like uh, it took so much of me to like um so much energy of me to like make that project work and um it was nice to have dance to fall back on because i feel like i replenished that creative energy when i go and dance you know mm. um so yeah does that answer your question <laughs> Yeah, no, that makes very sense. I was just asking, yeah, like about your, you know, your priority system with it. Um, yeah. And since dance is like how you recharge, that makes perfect sense. It's same thing as like, you know, a lot of people like me included, like I play video games to recharge. Like, uh, yeah. so it's kind of like that's how I uh, get my energy back so I can go to work and do all my, like, you know, life type of things. Yeah, I definitely, uh, I feel, I've, I've felt that same like um, fear of like, okay, like people, it's awesome people want to dance, but then if they don't like, you know, have an idea on exactly how to um, like live off of that, then it can like deter people and make them like eventually get into a position where they feel stuck. Um, like personally, I, I plan to, um, I'm kind of using dance as like my artistic escape now. And I want to make a dance gym, like a fitness facility based on like body movement. Um, yeah. So maybe not exactly dancing, if you know, gymnastics uh, or you know, just body movement. Um, people who do free running or like parkour, uh, that kind of stuff has always been just awesome to me. So I want to make a gym off of that, as well as like an online training course for um, kind of like Skillshare, but specifically with like um, artistic things, like like dance or like uh, music or possibly like animation. Um, things like that. And that's kind of like, dance is kind of like what I'm using to get into that realm um, to kind of like, you know, get my name out there and essentially show um, show my art. And then I wanted to transition into like a business. Um, but like not having an idea exactly on where to go afterwards, uh, I could definitely see. I feel like that's where a lot of people have a big struggle when they're like deciding on what, if they want to pursue dance. Um, like seriously is like you know the pressure of okay what am I going to do after especially when you're like bringing it up to your parents or anything um, 
-hmm. you know, a lot of people will kind of decide their career path in that like 18 to 24 year old range. Um, and then you're still kind of like dependent on your parents. You have to bring it up to them. It's like, well, what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> How are you going to like drive? I think popping in, in, in general, like popping has never been like a, a thing that people make money off of ever, you know, like people do make money off of it, but it's not like a, um, um, main breadwinner type deal you know it's mm -hmm. it's always been about like doing it because they love it this passion my dog is like snoring my <laughs> other dog here i'll show you he's <laughs> like what you want bro? let me snore <laughs> um Hey, I mean, lost my train of thought. Okay, so, so yeah, popping is has always been like a, um, a for love type deal, you know, like, and I think that that is something that um, you need to consider, you know, like, um, there's countless OGs out there that that do it for a living, but they do it uh, as like street performers, you know, like, uh, there's like OGs out in LA right now. They're like in their 50s, but they're still out there, you know, killing the game, doing their thing, performing for, for money. And a lot of times it's like you don't make a lot, you know, like yeah. uh, the most that you'd make would be enough to go, you know, um, go by. Um, but it uh, like dancers have always had like two or three jobs that they needed to work on. So it's like, what, what can you do to supplement you know your your dance you know there's dancers out there that make t-shirts that are dance related you know <laughs> they sell it to I dancers that would be. <laughs> aka me <laughs> um, there's people that um create a course that that you know other dancers take that they use you know um, um there are um dancers that make a whole business around dance related stuff you know uh, and I'm talking about like um, what were they called? The the guy the guy that made the necklaces. Um, uh, I, I can't remember the name, but yeah, sure. the wooden necklaces that we would see in like um, dance jams all the time. Oh yeah, um, I know what you're talking about. Well done, well done. Ink. That's that's them. Well done ink, you know. Well done ink. They made, that well done ink. Yeah, um, yeah. They they make products for dancers, you know. So like. You gotta identify what is a uh, a problem that people deal with, and how do you provide a solution? Mm -hmm. And um, like that, and that's just how any any businesses, you know, they they form. Um, yeah. To to um, sum all that up, it's just like okay, you need to find a hustle, right? Yeah. And how can you profit off of that hustle and have that fun you're dancing? Yeah, yeah. Dancing at this moment is kind of like hard to actually fun your dancing with dancing. Yeah, um, bro. The way that I do it. Um, oh, I didn't mean to take this cover. Um, the way that I do it is like I um, I teach dance lessons, right? So um, the lessons that um, that I do over Zoom, I teach them like ten dollars a lesson, right? Ten dollars lesson, ten dollars lesson, and then like suddenly my like um, 
three months, six months pass, and I have like $500, $600 in my demo, right? And I'm like, dang, where did that come from? And so now I'm like spending that money to, to learn from other dancers, you know? So that's how yeah. I, I am paying all, paying all these lessons from like Mega Man and Pop and Todd and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. No, that's an awesome system. Whatever you make from it, that's what you can spend on it. That's <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Yeah, it's like a circle. It goes back. It cycles back to the the culture. Yeah, that's dope, bro. Um, yeah, shout out to you for um, doing those lessons, especially at a cheap price, and like um, having a very flexible schedule. I know a lot of people in Zyphos have uh, learned from you, or like just said how awesome you were at teaching, um, including Haley, my girlfriend. Uh, who's uh, apparently going to come smoke me eventually after taking on the Bro, Haley's a monster, man. You don't want her. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. Let me see your pop-up. <laughs> um, so um, when you we mentioned, like, uh, you know, since you have to draw every day for work now, and um, that's kind of, like, you know, shifted your, uh, shifted how you relax and, like, how you use your artist therapy. Um, when it comes to, like, your, your shirt business, um, Corroid Designs, how how have you managed essentially like running a business and not being burned out on um, either the drawing or like dealing with uh, all the back end stuff of like running a business? So the particular business that I ran, and this is like going back to like being uh, resourceful, being a good student is like, okay, I could have done all of this myself, right? I could buy like a printer I could store, like buy bulk amounts of shirts and I could just store all that in my house somewhere, right? But then I have to think about like, okay, but that means like either my garage or one of my rooms will be filled up with all this stuff, right? And like, you know, that kind of takes down the quality of life that I have, especially if I'm not selling that many shirts, right? So I'm like, okay, there's gotta be a way for me to like sell this, but have this, all this stuff, be somewhere else right mm. and i found print on demand and like the print on demand was like um you know they they print as soon as somebody orders they print and they ship it out for you so all i have to worry about is just the design mm -hmm. you know and that is um um and i and i didn't find that because uh, you know uh, somebody told me like i i went on google and i searched for it you know yeah. um but it's like how do you um, balance everything out? Another way that I balance everything out is I have a rigorous schedule that I do every single day. You know, like I have my, my Google, uh, the Google device, and it's like yells at me every day. Like, <laughs> hey, Kung, it's time for lunch. Hey, Kung, you need to take a break. Hey, Kung, you need to uh, go take out the trash. <laughs> hey, Kung, you got a meeting That's coming up at three o'clock. So I'm like, okay. So that, that helps me out a lot too. Um, but that's kind of how I, I balance it is just having a, a strict schedule every single day, um, finding resources that you can use to, to help you pursue the business that you're trying to do, but it doesn't inconvenience you, uh, mm -hmm. uh from it, you know, and I'm not trying to get rich off of the strip business, you know, like real talk. I started this shirt business because I wanted, um, just to share my art, you know, and, yeah. If people are helping me and supporting me by by doing that, and then I can use that, you know, on dance lessons. And they, they it also goes back to the 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 scene. So it's like mm -hmm. a full circle, you know. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. <laughs> I thought yeah. that was so cool. When um, yeah, you did you you completely started this year, like January or something, right? 
was when yeah. you made your puppet design. Um, yeah, I thought that was so cool, especially um, with like how different every style is. And it kind of like helps illustrate um, like when you're dancing, like actually like doing those styles, like that's kind of what you're, those, those colors and like the images you see is like what's going through your head. And I thought that was like such a cool, like your concepts are really, really, um, it really makes you like see what you're feeling. You know, it kind of blends the line between those two senses. I thought that was like really awesome. Um, so it is koiroydesigns.com. <laughs> koiroydesigns.com. K-O-I-R-O-I designs.com. Yeah, I forgot you had the whole announcer voice going on there. <laughs> the world, you too can wear a shirt with the Koiroy designs on it. <laughs> wow, smelling really good with Sudsy Marie soap. With Sudsy Marie soap. You got germs on your hands. Why not wash it with SudsyMarieSoap.com? Why not wash it? <laughs> Stop being disgusting. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. Um, <clears throat> hit that plug. Okay. Um, so, I guess, like, uh, last couple of things I was curious about. Um, and, like, we really focused a lot on, like, your, how you organize your life and, like, um, you know, your business side of thing, your family side of thing. But when it comes to, like, specifically dance, right, um, how did you, what, like, you said you had to chase your taste. Um, <clears throat> what initially, like, identified your taste in dance, like, you know, six years ago when you came to IUPUI Hip Hop Club? Um, what made, what made you, like, decide of, like, oh, animation looks cool or, like, I want to dive into this type of um, environment. So the question was, you're, you're asking what made me want to pursue animation in popping? Mm -hmm. Yeah, what made you like kind of pick your style? Yeah. Um, I think it's because um, I met people like Sam and Kadeem uh, first. And, uh, you know, they, they were highly influential in like, the, the movements that I learned, right? And then I met Mike Chung and like, they were always super amazing to me, you know, and they still are. Um, and I think that the, seeing them move has influenced like me moving towards the popping slash animation direction, especially uh, when we were like doing the sessions at in Taylor Courtyard, they would always mention, oh man, you're really good at like ticking and uh, dime stops. I'm like taking dime stops. What's that? You know, <laughs> yeah, <really. laughs> and you know, I I kind of just from because they gave me that positive feedback on just that technique that I apparently was doing that I didn't know I was doing. Mm -hmm. um, that that's another reason why I moved towards it. You know, like why uh, I always ask myself, uh, or I always tell myself, why make it more difficult for myself to do something that I'm not good at versus doubling down on something that I am good at, you know? Yeah. And if you're, if, if I'm good at taking and I'm good at dime stops, well, shoot, let's double down on it. Let's yeah. that. Let's learn that style, you know? Of course. That's dope. Yeah. <laughs> really though. I like, I was almost the exact opposite. I'm like, all right, what's, what's the most difficult? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> We're in there. Oh man, so if you just met Rocks at first, you met B-Boy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, that 
could possibly have been a real thing. Um, I feel myself I think, like wanting to infect everyone, everyone with the B boy. Like you, yeah. you too, you can do some mills. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> you too can do some mills. Um, I think um, the reason why I don't do breaking right now is uh, because uh, I didn't want to injure myself, and I am like a scaredy cat when it comes to like doing power moves or like being on my yeah, head or, you know, <laughs> yeah. Especially well, you, you do that and you're flipping on concrete, it's just one wrong move and then boom. Yeah, like your whole dance matters over. a lot. Yeah. What annoys me is I didn't even hurt myself breaking. I hurt myself lifting in high school and I just never fixed it. <laughs> so <What>? then, <laughs> like I never even got hurt like from practicing flips or like, uh, Doing mills or being on my head or anything, everything was really fun. Worst thing is like yeah. I'm coming back once. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool. Uh, I, I always find it like really interesting on how people like really identify like what uh, what way they like to move. Um, I'm curious on finding someone who uh, whose main style is locking and asking them because I feel like it always ends up being a different feeling. Um, that you kind of get when you start dancing and that's what gets you into that. Um, like I've talked to Nessa about like, you know, when she started dancing, I talked to um, like, you know, obviously I, I've understood my own feeling. I've talked to a couple other poppers on um, what made them start getting into their style. It was kind of the same thing where they were kind of um, just good at a specific, um, what is it? What is it? Good at a, uh, a technique. And then they kind of like made that their thing. Like um, I know, uh, one of my other friends who dances in indie, um, he he was always really good on like debouncing on his toes, right? So he like started picking up juking, you know, and uh, that's just like kind of the style he liked doing, is because he's at really strong feet and like loose ankles. So he's like, I'm just spinning my toes, you know, <laughs> I'm just good at it. Um, and I picked up breaking literally just because I wanted to be able to like do the biggest things and have full control of it just complete movement freedom um and i was never good at, at small dancing like when i started dancing in zyphos and doing choreo like the, mm -hmm. the, the the tutting or like the angles it wasn't there <laughs> but if you said all right so i need you to like do a dive roll and then jump really high in there i got you <laughs> mm -hmm. um but i'm curious in the in i feel like a lot of other breakers will have that same feeling of like i just wanted to have complete freedom you know, um, so that's why I started breaking, but I'm curious on like styles like locking. Um, you should ask Evil Lynn. She she does locking. Oh yeah, that'd be cool to ask her. It's really, really nice and informative and mm -hmm. she can talk about the history and she, she also has her own history of why she started locking. Yeah, I remember um, when she came to teach at, uh, at 317. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was, that was like my first experience of like a really well-informed teacher on like a specific like style, you know, because a lot, a lot of dance classes end up being, especially in the choreography scene, it's like um, urban where they don't exactly know where any of their moves came from. Um, and like, they're kind of meshing things together. Even the, in choreography, it's okay to mesh things together because it's more for the purpose of like the image than it is for like being able to fully do a whole style. But um, that was like my first class where it was a specific style, like we're doing blocking, here's history on it, um, here's why these, here's who made these moves. I'm like, you remember who made moves? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. That's what got me, that's what got me to start like really learning, like trying to 
learned the history of like breaking and um, like all the moves that I do. And I realized, oh, half moves that I thought I made up, no. Nah. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> someone so made those in 1990, yeah. you know, it's just been over with. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a um, good perspective on exactly why you started dancing. Um, what was what what was one of your first or since you know you're still pretty new in dancing, what are some of your um, main inspirations for your dance that you're trying to go towards? Yeah, um, a big inspiration of, of mine is uh, um, Julius, aka Eclipse, from mm -hmm. Cincinnati. Amazing animator. Um, he takes these like really big, like superhero poses and turns it into these minute, detailed robotic mm -hmm. movements, you know? And uh, I think it's just amazing. Uh, that dude is still world-class to me, you know? Um, yeah. yeah, I think that um, uh, I really uh, like Slim Boogie's dancing. Like, I got to cipher with him during that battle in, uh, no, it wasn't a battle. It was a lesson at Purdue, right? And yeah, we got to we got the session. I saw his dancing in person, and I was like, "Oh snap! That's what <laughs> world class dancing looks like." Yeah, oh, dang. you know. Um, and um, uh, my teachers, you know, AJ Mega Man, um, Jay Smooth, um, Poppin' Todd, Robofly. Um, yeah, Maverick, um, all of those guys are, are, are like my inspirations right now. Mm -hmm. and, and like, if you look at me, like my dancing is basically a mismatch of all of their styles put together. And, uh, and then what I was doing before I learned all of that. <laughs> so yeah. some of your natural stuff and then some of the stuff you learned on the way, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, what was it? Oh yeah, I'm curious on, uh, what what is like your next the next favorite style of yours you kind of like to uh, i guess pull from or that just looks really nice to you that um you get inspiration from like for me personally i my favorite styles are hip-hop hip-hop dance um breaking and uh house so like house is that next one for me that i really want to get into that i'd like to take a lot of um inspiration from whenever i'm doing my top rock or like whenever i'm doing like hip-hop grooves i love to take use the jack to make things more fluid, you know? Um, what's that next style for you that uh, you tend to pull from? Honestly, it's probably hip hop. Yeah. Yeah, the, the rock, the bounce, the, the, the swing, the sway, um, and just that swaggy um, steez, you know? I think it's really, really amazing, you know? Like, uh, hip hop dancers have this level of confidence, you know? Like, confidence is part of their foundation. And I feel like without it, it's like, you know, you're just doing moves. And I think that the swagger of hip hop, I think is really, really dope. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. That's uh, cool. my first hip hop dance movie I was inspired by was Paradox. And like, he's not like, you know, the swaggiest or coolest person ever, but like just how confident he looked with mm -hmm. like simplicity or just like having fun. That's what first inspired me for um, for hip hop, but um, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Like the the bounce, and I can definitely see it in your dance. Um, I think you were you were my favorite like popper to watch uh, when I started dancing, just because you just bounced like 
And I'm like, oh yeah, he bounces, I bounce. I can understand that com that uh, that language. I can't really, I can understand like complexities in putting or like dime stops or ticks. I don't know what that is, but if you got some you got some good swag, like I get that. <laughs> and I yeah, always, that was always dope. Thanks, man. Uh, <laughs> I think an another person that really inspires me in terms of like hip hop, um, I still um, I'm super inspired by Chewy, Wang Chewy, you know. Um, yeah. He's, yeah. So scares me. I still have flashbacks of a class I took of his. <laughs> <laughs> his classes are so hard. It wasn't okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm inspired by TJ. Um, He's a dancer here too. He's the guy that got in a beef with uh, Saki. <laughs> oh, yeah. But he's he's actually pretty cool. Uh, and um, you know, everybody from ICNH, like um, Jay Skip, I get inspired by him all the time too. He's got that hunger uh, uh, for knowledge, you know that 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 I also have. Um, I get inspired from you with your choreography and stuff like that, you mm -hmm. know. Uh, man, chore making choreography is so hard, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, definitely I'd can forget, be. I'd be forgetting what I, I made. I was like, okay, what was that again? Oh, Ooh, that's crap. like a huge struggle for you. <laughs> yeah. I had to take like a week to make, at least like three or four days to make something that I really like if it's like a made along choreo because I'm always like, I forgot what I did. And then by the time I remember it, I had to drill it so much, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I made five seconds of choreo and I'm like, let's go. <laughs> right? I was, like, I was like, 10 seconds of choreo. And I spent a good two weeks on it. And I was like, what? <laughs> Only 10 seconds? What the hell? <laughs> awesome, man. Um, if, you, if there was any, um, anything you could say for someone who's like trying to find their own style in dance, um, you know, someone new and like, you know, when you said you were kind of naturally good at something and you kind of rolled with that. Um, <clears throat> Is there anything else? <clears throat> Sorry, I'm dying. <laughs> Is there anything else that you would give to somebody who's like a newer dancer trying to find their style? I would say learn as many styles as you can and then do the one that makes you feel good. Yeah. yeah perfect. <laughs> yep. Awesome, dude. Any last bit of information, any closing remark? It doesn't have to be about anything we even talked about. If it's just been something on your heart that you'd love for some people to hear from you. Um, I, um, well, first of all, I appreciate you for having me on. Uh, I know it's an, a, a extreme honor for me to, to be on your show. Uh, and I think that, um, you know, check out my, my clothing brand, CoyRoyDesigns.com. <laughs> um, I also teach popping lessons. So if you're trying to learn some stuff, you know, holler at you, Koi. Holler at you, Koi, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's about it all right dope man well yo thank you for being on it's an honor for me to have you on um you just you're just awesome at everything you do you're a super thank cool you, dad <laughs> awesome husband awesome crewmate awesome friend so like you're killing it dude <laughs> you're killing it man you know keep keep on with these projects and you know keep chasing your dreams because I, I have a feeling that you know you're you're gonna change the world some way somehow you want to make everybody free that's you're gonna free everybody yeah. that's the whole point yeah. you know <laughs> yep <laughs> but all right bro you have a good day and uh yeah I'll see you later all right talk to you later bro
Yo, thank you everyone for tuning into the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did or didn't or just wanted to keep talking about any of the things we covered in this podcast today, then feel free to hit me up on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, all of Philly and Willis. And yeah, take care.